This podcast was brought to you by the GGC Shrub Department. Quality guaranteed. Hi, I'm Shannon, the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center. Welcome back to our podcast. We're here, we, Katie and I. Me, don't forget. We (laughs) are here in my backyard today. Yep. It's a little change so of scenery. Nice. Yes. We're getting some freckles sitting yes. right here. We're a little both, sunny. We're both very freckly. Yes. But as soon as I see the sun, it's like <laughs> freckle party. <laughs> but we're sitting back here and we're about to have tea today. I was on tea duty. Mm-hmm. So I've brought a mystery tea. I like this. It came in a mason jar. It did. So country girl. So I was like, okay. immediately, was, mm, did you make this, Katie? I did. Should I drink it? Yes. Okay. It's realized tea. It's, it's yummy. Real. Okay, so this is smells. This is what my peachy. Friends, yeah, my okay. friend's mom makes this, and so does my neighbor too. So, so you didn't make this? No, I learned how to make it from them. Okay, I did make it. It's called sun tea. You literally take this mason jar. I have a giant mason jar here. Um, you fill it with just water and three tea bags, and then you put it in the sun. Why are you spitting it out? <laughs> <laughs> and you put it in the sun for like four hours. Huh. You don't have to heat the water, nothing, and then the sun does it, and then you, Do you put. Co- you said you put cold water in. Yep. So you could just make it when you're at work. You just put this right here on your table. Come back that night. I made it be longer than four hours. Yeah, it would be stronger. I like strong tea. Oh, okay. So then I just take it, take the tea bags out. The sun it, doesn't make it go bad. No, not in the same day. How could it go bad? I I'm just asking. Some people like to do, so they'll do it in a mason jar like this, and then tea. So, like, this is just straight peach tea. This is, it's like country, celestial something. Celestial tea. You know that They're brand good. we yeah, used it before? I like them. This one's called country peach. Maybe I'll make it out of my cherry tea that you think is cough syrup. Co- yeah, you can make your... your Syrup or whatever those <laughs> rappers call it, you can make that tea, but I will not be. Can you imagine? It. But honestly, like it's so nice. It's nice because you just use the sun. You just put the lid on it. I'm not saying you leave it out for like three days. You leave it out for one the one full day or four hours. I did four hours, and this is how strong it is. Why? Well, as soon as I said that, you started to spit your tea out. Shannon is just very well. Particular. I don't. I don't know about the whole sun thing. Mm. I, anything I've learned, you don't leave food or whatever in sun. Well, unless you're making sun tea. Okay. It's in the name. Well, if I'm I sure, get okay, sick listen, later, I will report I'm into gonna you. I'm going to need some of our listeners to validate me, please. <laughs> please comment below and say, I've heard of this. My grandmother makes it, and she's lived to be 100. So. <laughs> it is very good, though. And it's nice because it's it so... tastes like it's rotten. It's not kombucha. <laughs> I've never had that. Oh, so I live near the Trading Post, which is in Port Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a sign out front that said... I can't remember which... It's Mill Street that's doing it. Okay. Mill Street Beer Lager mm-hmm. is doing a kombucha summer lager out of fermented tea. Hmm. So I thought that could qualify for our next tea, for our next podcast. I'll buy that. And then... We'll You'll drink really it? We'll drinking on the job. You'll Slash. drink it? You'll have some? You'll have some? Yes, I will. <laughs> yes, she is joking because I very rarely ever drink, so... I've never seen you drink. Haven't you? Ha- I've had no. a drink here before. No. I've never seen you drink. It's because I'm so responsible. I'm so excited for this. (laughs) We have like one (laughs) beer and I'd be like, woo! 
are doing laps around your we'll backyard. We'll do some videos and report into our <laughs> listeners here. Okay, it's getting a lot out of control. So today we're talking about truths and myths yes. of gardening. Right. There are so many. Mm. Mainly most of my beliefs are myths <laughs> and most of Shannon's are truths. <laughs> and then we meet in the middle here on the yes. podcast and I guess people come into the garden center and have these old wives tales that they think that mm-hmm. they should live by. Their mm-hmm. family's been living by just like the sun tea. Yes. Um, and we're going to debunk some of them today so you guys can be smarter, more efficient gardeners just like Shannon, not so much like me. <laughs> okay, go. So there's What's number one. Number one, perfect time of the year to talk about these little pests, mosquitoes. There is a myth, a is it a myth it. or a truth, that cedars attract a lot of mosquitoes? It's a myth. Oh, it is? Yes. Okay, because Mos- I'm looking around your backyard, you've got a lot of cedars mm. happening here. I don't see a single mosquito. Nope. Okay. Cedars, or mosquitoes, like cool, dark, wet spots. Right. Some cedars happen to grow in moister areas. Moister. Moister. It's mm-hmm. a it's a true word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very moist simple. areas, and inside a cedar is cool and dark. But all plants have a cool dark spot, Depending right? In the, the center. Exactly. Right. In the center of all plants, where the sun isn't, it will be cooler and darker. So mosquitoes will go in there. And since we've had such a wet season this year, everywhere is wet. So yeah. that's just where they are. Mosquitoes are in cool, dark, wet areas. Yeah. And a lot of people just think because cedars grow well in those areas that cedars attract mosquitoes. They don't. So surely they would also think like willow trees, for example, would be mosquito. Mm-hmm. Look at, we're in nature. There's a plane. Helicopter. Helicopter. Oh, it's plane. a helicopter. Good. It's a helicopter. <laughs> directly above us. Hey guys. Hey. Sorry for the little interruption. No, it's our first podcast guest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So you're safe having cedars. Okay. So you won't have extra or won't attract more. Yes. Number one. Number two. You can only plant in the spring and the fall. False. Okay. Back in the day when plants, especially trees, were sold bare root. So it was just the tree in a dormant stage, no soil around the root wasn't in a pot or anything those you ideally only plant in spring and fall in dormancy or coming out of dormancy now 95 probably percent of everything you buy is container grown so you can plant at any time of the year as long as you keep it watered well and that goes you have to water everything well anyways when you plant it but a lot of people don't want to plant in the summer because well it's so hot I can't plant you can't Yes, you can. You can plant. It's just more work. You, you just gotta water it. You well, you have to water it more. You have to water it the same amount in the spring as you do the summer, as you do the fall. Okay. So as long as the ground is not frozen, so you can put a shovel in the ground and you can dig a hole, you can plant. Okay. Just keep it watered. Nice. Yep. Even in the winter, like or in the fall, if you plant something, September, October, November, you still have to water. Even though it's cool, you still have to water. But it. some of the times you told me too that it's better to plant later in the fall for it to be more. Some items, yes. Like there was those vines or those... Yeah, perennials, tree shrubs and perennials, um, again, plant at any time of the season. Don't think you can just do it here and there. Um, There have been some studies that if you plant perennials, say in June, July, and then you plant the same type of ones in September, October, and it's cooler, 
next year, the ones in September, October, do a little better because they've got, they're almost in their dormancy or in the dormancy and they've kind of just adjusted to their area a little bit better. They didn't deal with the heat of the summer. But it's not to say you can't do it in the other times. Yeah. It's just sometimes they're better than others, but you can plant it all times. Here's one where I'm hoping is the truth because mm -hmm. this is what I believe. <laughs> so it's probably wrong. Okay, get ready. <laughs> you don't have to water when it's rained. Miss. Come on. We've it, actually posted a picture, it was a while ago, that we were watering our shrubs and stuff because there was a bit of a rain shower going through so you can see the, pa uh, the pavement and everything all yeah. wet. We're still watering. Because if you don't get... I know you're, you, the look of disappointment on your I'm face right perfect. now. Like literally anytime I see it rain, I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Mother Nature. I needed a day to myself. No, because unless you get a really long, light, steady rain, it's not doing much no. because yeah, especially we get a really hot or hard rain. It's just washing off the surface anyways. There's no chance of um, it soaking in. You get a, just a little brief rain. The foliage is collecting all the rain before it even gets to the ground or you know, if you go out after rain and dig down a couple inches, the top inch might be wet. But if you dig down, it's probably going to still be dry underneath. So you still at least check for that you need to water after a rain. God help my ferns. Yeah, I don't want to see your ferns. I'm sure your ferns are... <laughs> They're done, aren't they're they? They're killing it. They're <laughs> literally? Literally. I'm, I'm killing it. I told you. Oh, no. Okay, so those are three... Absolute myths. You're going to be just so disappointed by the end of this, aren't you? Okay, number four. Dog pee mm -hmm. kills grass. Because I'm looking, you have well, a dog. Yes. And I'm looking around here. It's all green. I don't see any patches. No. But um, you are the garden girl, so. I, mean. I it's It can be a truth, it can be a myth, because I believe, it, like, it depends on the dog. Each dog's different, and I would imagine it would then depend on the diet the dog has. And I think also male-female, too. Yes. So I have a male dog, yeah. and I never see spots of any sorts that from anything. Because sometimes they say the reason why male dogs don't kill the grass is because they often lift their legs and mark on like a uh, he, fence, but he pees everywhere, he, doesn't he? Yes, he doesn't care. He just oh, goes where... Well, Jackson. Yeah, he does. World is your oyster, buddy. Yep. <laughs> so um, if you do have a dog that does kill the spots, you can put a hose down. If they always go in the same spot or in the same vicinity, take the nozzle off the end of your hose, let your hose just leach that area out, like leach all the pee out. Yep. And then you can lightly fan rake the area, seed. You can add lime to neutralize the soil. So there are things you can do to prevent it. Yeah. Um, there might be even dietary changes if we want to go that far. So in England, we were talking, I was just visiting England last week and mm -hmm. we were talking about this issue mm -hmm. and someone at the table that we were talking to had said that if you put a limestone in the dog's water, mm -hmm. it somehow does I, I don't think I would ever do I that. I don't think I would do that either. But again, I was like, could be an old lifestyle like your son tea. <laughs> okay. But if you've heard about that. <laughs> Maybe it's the dog's version of sun tea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm feeding you, Shannon, so you can stop oh, staining my grass when you come over. <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, Off topic. Okay. Yeah. Number six. <laughs> I love this one. I think it's so, it makes sense. Okay. Adding sugar to soil makes tomatoes sweeter. Really? Yeah. I have never heard that. Well, I've heard, like, that's another oldie. An oldie, yeah. but a goodie, maybe? I I don't even, I don't even think, no. I've never heard it. No. So I can't say yes or no. 
I don't know if sugar would wreck a plant putting it in the it might be a neat experiment. Do one with sugar, one without. I have, I'm planting two tomato plants today. Yeah, but they're not going to live. What do you mean? Have your ferns lived? Oh, no, but these ones have been living. The ones that I bought from the garden center. Oh, no, I didn't buy these from the garden center. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. That's also the look of on I, my face. I got these from my friend's grandfather, the same guy that I got my giant pumpkin nice from. Nice safe. No, I did. Nice no, I, I truly, truly did. Because I'm, pr I'm proud of how big they are. Okay. I grew these from a baby. Oh, nice. So I you're going to do one with salt, one with sugar. Yeah. Sprinkle a little salt, sugar. Yeah. And one without. Do you think that'll entice rabbits more? I, or ants my, or anything else. I candy don't. Garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> candy coated tomatoes. Candy land. So yeah, I would have to look into that one. Yeah. I've never heard it. Okay. Number six. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love this one. And I know the answer to this one. Talking to your plants helps them grow. Of course Truth they do. Yeah, it's true. Yes, there's been studies. Totally. We even posted it probably last year or something. There was a school. I, I think it was a this. public school, right? Mm -hmm. And they um, did an experiment. They put a plant in like a closed in. Kind of like a solarium so, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, just to protect the plant from all the kids. And But it was they there was two. a recording in it. There was two. Yes, yeah. there was one had the recording of all positive things to the plant and one had negative things to the plant, the recording. And both were in the same conditions, everything else. And the one that had the positive comments grew better. I think the other one actually ended up almost dying, didn't it? It did, yeah. So talking nicely to your plants and not just talking in general. You little yeah, exactly. thirsty <laughs> leeches. <laughs> so Always wanting me to water talking, you. <laughs> talking nicely to your plants <laughs> is a good thing. I I love that. That was an anti-bullying mm -hmm. study, which I thought was so amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think more people need to... And I always say I the plants I don't like, I sing to. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, look at your backyard. Yeah. I love it. Mm. I love that study. Maybe we'll repost it for people. Yeah. I think that's a, it's I a like good lesson, one. and it's so true. It's it very is. true. Um, number seven, truth or myth? A brown lawn is a dead lawn. Myth. Because really? not necessarily. Um, when we get really hot in July, August, your lawn can go, and we don't get a lot of rain, your lawn can go into a dormant state, and you get that brown oh, that hard, tinge gross. to it. Doesn't feel good in the feet. No, it does no. not. But that's just, it's going into dormancy because there's not enough water. And then in the fall, when it cools down, you get water again, comes back again. So I guess it depends on the level of brownness and why it's brown, but Could usually it's just in dormancy. Could your lawn go brown from overwatering it? No, because I have a few low patches here. And when it gets, water, yeah. it just sits with water and then the grass just disappears. It <laughs> goes to mud. <laughs> It drowns is it right out. Is that bad when that happens? I think, well, it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, so yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number eight. Mm -hmm. Always plant marigolds in your garden. Truth or myth? Well, I probably what this one means is that marigolds repel a lot of things. Insects and live. Why? Four-legged critters. The smell... Like, if you put marigolds in, like, a border around your veggie garden, it will keep bunnies out. And I've told customers this tons of times. And I had one customer that she's like, okay, because she tried everything, nothing works. So she put a thick border all the way around. And she came back, like, a month later and said, I sit out with my coffee now in the morning and watch the bunnies go around and around this border, kind of, like, looking over, but never crossed it. Why? They just I, the smell. I can't really smell a marigold. Like, oh, they stink. It, oh, they do? Yes. Some people might like that stink, so it might be a nice fragrance. <laughs> they stink? To me, it's a stink. Like, what does it smell like? Marigolds. 
like <laughs> like toots no it's just it just has distinct smell that's all it's not like no it's not like it wouldn't overpower your garden no no not at all only if no, you're up close. only if you're up close and, and disturbing animals thing. obviously have a way stronger sense of scent. exactly okay. and they also repel a lot of insects that's good so it keeps bad bugs and there's out the, of the tall garden. marigolds and there's the shorter marigolds exactly i love the look of them i think they they're are so they're very pretty they're very old school tried true that. classic yeah. i love that yeah <sighs> i love old school um <laughs> and the sun tea yeah see let's i'm i'm already have i'm already done my cup so i'm gonna put a little more you want some more sun tea sure i'm not sick yet don't you like how na natural it is nature I'll let you know later if I get sick from the sun tea. <laughs> it's a cleanse, FYI. <laughs> 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 mm -mm. No, I love it. I've it's never, good. I've never had it go wrong, ever. Good. And my neighbor, he's quite old, and he's been doing it for a long time. And oh, good. So I could, like, live forever he's now. He's in his 70s. The other day he did a ha handstand. I go, how old are you, Peter? And he goes, watch this. Okay. How do you do with handstands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a broken arm right now. <laughs> I have had a broken arm for the last four weeks. Mm -hmm. Because why? I'm very competitive. My sister and I, every year, will be at like a family barbecue or something, and she'll say something I don't like, or I'll say something she doesn't like, and then the answer is there's that's a face it. off foot race mm -hmm. on the road right now. And then we go out there and we do a race, and one of you kills each other. The whole family. No, yeah. no, one of us wins, <laughs> one of us loses. And this year, I blew an ankle as I was running. They think I was lying, but I'm not lying. I blew an ankle, and she won. So then I was rematch, feeling very defeated. And okay. so I said, "Let's have a cartwheel competition." And so, and I I used to be like a like a gymnast, like a competitive gymnast. So I thought I don't used know, to win. be, yeah, operative word, yeah, yeah. couple years ago. Okay. So I was like, "Let's do this." So she did her cartwheel, and I said, "I'm gonna throw in a little backflip at the end of my cartwheel." Oh no. <laughs> So I did. I'm picturing this. <laughs> and as I was landing my beautiful backflip, the rotation was perfect. My arm just gave out for some reason. <laughs> no, did you do the cartwheel at least proper? Yeah, yeah. You could have just ended at that. I don't know, but I was aiming for the stars. And so you blew an ankle and broke your wrist all in the same day. Yeah, I've never broken a bone in my life. Nice. So I'm taking calcium now. And, um, and when you're 70, you'll attempt it again. I'm going to redeem myself. When I'm done, when this thing comes off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna get back into shape. I also think it was because the grass was wet. <laughs> it was slippery. So you my keep uncle telling yourself that. might be liable at this point. Okay, what's our next move? Okay. <laughs> We're really off topic today. Yeah, you wanted to humiliate me, that's fine. <laughs> so tree wounds, do they need dressing? No. Oh, why not? Because, Tough love? Yes. A tree will naturally heal itself over. How does like, a tree get a wound? If a branch gets broken off or oh. you cut a branch off okay. or get struck by lightning. And why I say that is we have a tree at the garden center along our fence line. There's a few maples along yeah. the parking area there. And one year, we saw it happen too. It, got, it was a really bad storm and it got hit by lightning. So a good chunk of it fell over. And you can still see the big line, but we just made sure the wound was clean. And like, so it, cause sometimes if, you clean if a tree you, wound? well, if you've seen a branch break off, sometimes it like peels the bark back. So you just have to make sure all that's nice and like a tidy clean cut, tidy it up. Okay. It will naturally heal itself over. Just like if we get a cut, you get the scab, it naturally yeah. heals itself over. Sometimes you have a scar, sometimes you don't. Most times with the tree, you'll have a little bit of a scar there. 
but you don't have to spray your pruning paint or paint it on or anything like that. If you're concerned, you can, but go talk you 100%. Yeah, exactly. Just go like cheer yeah. it on. Yes. Give it some encouraging words. You 100% don't have to cover the wound. So, um, that tree that got hit by lightning, mm -hmm. it's living still. 100%. It can live. Yep. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the last one. Mm -hmm. Also dear to my heart. Drought tolerant plants need, uh, don't need water. Myth. But then what the heck does drought tolerant mean then, well, Shannon? Drought tolerant <laughs> means it tolerates some drought, not desert dry, never get water. So anything you've newly planted, even if it says drought resistant, you have to water until it's established. You have to supply enough water for it. What would be so a drought resistant plant? Like hens and chicks, oh, things like, like that, sedum, things, things like that. Like so they still need water. Yeah. They're not going to survive never having water. So that could be a plant that if it rains, you don't need to water it. Okay. Going back to other one. But if we don't have rain for two months and we have 30 degree weather every day. It's going to kill them. You, you need to go out there and give it some water. Okay. You don't necessarily have to water every day, but you need to do some water. Hmm. But everything needs to be looked after, watered, whatever, until it's established. And then a lot of times they can kind of fend for themselves, but you still do need to supply water on extended dry periods. Okay. When things are getting a little crazy. Yes. All right. Yes. I think I just need to not have a garden and maybe just a forest or something like natural. Yes. Because that sounds like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Or the one of those like automatic watering systems that just does it. Or you could just go out and water your plants. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the laziest gardener you know? I'm a gardener. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that sums <laughs> up our truth and myths. I hope you've learned something I have. And there's a couple of things I'm quite proud of that I already knew. Very good. But if you have any truths or mm -hmm. myths you want to add to our list, then comment below. Yes, the please. Post on our Instagram or Facebook, and then mm -hmm. we will share them on the next podcast. Yes. So tune in next time. See you guys. This podcast was brought to you by the GGC Shrub Department. Quality guaranteed.